Hello everyone, this is Ariana Rollins with SchoolOfSelfRevolution.com. Welcome to Mindful Manifesting, Get the Message radio show. This show is on a really important subject, Empowerment 101, recognize your own leadership and what that's going to mean for you. So the purpose of School of Self-Revolution is we're dedicated to teaching you how to free yourself from internal and external mental blocks that limit your manifesting potential. And if you think about what we teach in the school, it's like training wheels. Once you learn how to do it for yourself, it's way faster and way easier. But there's a little bit of instruction. I believe we're all born with a powerful mind that we can use to direct our lives and attract and create what we want to experience. And for simplicity's sake, let's think of it as the mind is in two parts. One part is conscious. It's our consciousness, our awareness, what we're interacting in the outside world. And the other part is veiled from us. Let's call it our unconscious mind. Now, how these two are supposed to work? Well, our consciousness is a leader. It's deciding what we want to experience and what we want to have. And the unconscious mind is the manifesting parts where our will lives, our skills, our abilities, our passions, and really most importantly, the capacity to get things done lives there. All this untapped power is there for your use. Now, when the wiring's working correctly, your conscious and your unconscious mind are working harmoniously in partnership to help you manifest your desires. That's how it's supposed to work anyway. But eventually life teachers, parents, and other outside forces impose their values, beliefs, and rules onto us. And these unwelcome influences tend to have the opposite effect. They end up taking us away from our true self, and we'll hand over power and control. And then we get manipulated with fear. And that's kind of where the short-circuiting starts. When we train ourselves once again to trust our intuition and trust our perceptions of reality and our inner truth that's great life starts to flow and instead of what happens is we naturally attract things to ourselves but if the conscious mind gets convinced it has no control can't make changes that it's not in charge, it starts to believe the environment has more power, it kind of gives up. And you might notice that life gets harder. And then we become even more vulnerable to being uh, controlled, manipulated by advertisers and other people's wishes and desires for us. So we empower you at the School of Self-Revolution and educate you how to get this wiring working so that when you say you want something, you want to change something, it happens. You disconnect from these disempowering hidden beliefs and restore your inner authority and start to naturally have access to your higher self, your higher wisdom, or what we would call true self. So these radio shows are weekly, generally speaking. Sometimes we might take a break, and they're designed to give you a little taste of the curriculum we offer through our transformational programs at the School of Self-Revolution. Okay, while we're waiting for others to join us, um, if you could please get a pencil, pen, and a piece of paper to take notes of anything that strikes a chord with you in today's program, that'd be great. In these weekly trainings, uh, we're going to be talking about strategies for you to get the message that your life is trying to get your attention about so that life starts to flow more naturally with effortless ease. 
I'll guide you through an exercise in this training today. So it would be great if you'd had some paper and a pen. And so let's get started, shall we? So today's training is about Empowerment 101, Recognize Your Own Leadership. And we're going to cover how to convert doubts that you may have around your own leadership capacity and replace them with solid confidence and how to discover a way to naturally inspire your leadership ability and pull out leadership ability in others and then confront your biggest fear about becoming a leader that you desire to be. Now, leadership need not be the arrival of the warrior on the white horse with flags flying, though at times, well, that kind of can be useful. However, leadership that what we're talking about here is the leader from within, be it with family, in business, or personally, or in relationship, or in your spiritual journey. Your role is not to create a commonality of thought and action, but to encourage a strong individuality, remaining true to your truth and highest standards. And in this way, you bring all together. You bring everyone together by combining everyone else's individual strengths, which in turn will take you in movement to a common goal for the good of all. And do not lead by issuing orders. That's the old way. Or setting limits. That's the old way. Rather, lead by encouragement, working together for one common good. This is a wonderful quote here in um, General Sun Tzu's The Art of War. His sage teaching is that the greatest leader does not lead from the front of the troops, nor do they lead from behind. The great leader leads from within. And it's in this way the true and righteous power of a group, community, or relationship is actualized, and great things can be accomplished. Achieving harmony in your projects with others or in your personal relationships is becoming more and more important for prosperity to flourish. We are not meant to be working alone. And this gets accomplished by adhering to the actions that have the constituents of self-leadership, honesty, sincerity, and integrity. And in times of intimacy, respecting those moments is sacred, ceremonial, and this balance, this lovely dance between the, you know, the positive and the negative, the dark and the light. Leaders who are well-prepared, when they're met with someone who is expressing ignorance or arrogance, they maintain a centeredness, inner discipline, and they become examples to all. And when people gather together, it's natural, you know, that there could be a differing of opinion. There could be conflict. that could raise competition or jealousy. And there could be this, like, you know, strive to control and power. But, you know, conflict creates energy. And then that energy can drain everybody in the group. And it's the task of the leader, the head of the clan, whether it's your family or your business or your community, to convert that energy that's been created by conflict and turn it into a positive force that can lead everyone concerned to their personal goals and that of the tribe. With the School of Self-Revolution, it's all about that, empowering you to find your inner truth. I can give you the tools to do that, but it's all you. It's an inside job, an inner self-revolution. Now, when we are doing this self-leadership, 
it comes best from a calm, centered, devoted place, devoted to truth, compassion, kindness. And when we're witnessing leaders like that, I don't know about you, but I find myself really drawn to be part of what they're doing. And I want them to win, whether I get a benefit or not. It's meaningful. It's awesome. It's significant. And it's those leaders that have the highest and best good of their followers in their heart. Those are the ones that are true leaders, the ones who take power and they get admiration from others and they use it against them, which unfortunately we see a lot in um, political structures, that the energy of the followers is actually used to enslave them. That's not leadership. A great leader may actually not even be recognized as a leader. Leadership, as all great tacticians know, can be achieved invisibly without any outward acknowledgement. And by maintaining a correct attitude, something that's aligned with our inner truth, and we don't let our egos get challenged and we don't go into competition, love, abundance, and prosperity is assured, not only for this invisible leader, but for everyone associated. More gets more. I don't know if you've ever considered yourself a leader or where you would like to develop more leadership qualities. And maybe you've had some thoughts go on like this. I don't even know, you know, how, why would anybody listen to me? I'm not even following my own inner guidance. Or maybe being a successful leader is too much responsibility. I would never get a break. Well, and maybe you've seen witness political leaders and you can't stand their integrity, their lack of integrity and their manipulation, the coercion. And you think, wow, if that's what a leader is like, I never want to turn into someone like that. Or another one that this is funny, that I can't even lead my own family. Why would anyone follow me? First off, it's not my intent to tell you more about leadership, what it is, but rather to show you how to enhance your own leadership skills and recognize them. So let's first start with a description that goes with how I see being an inspiring leader, a leader who develops the leadership qualities in others so they are self-leading and become self-inspiring. Wow, that's a way better way to lead because then we're not having to uplift and inspire others. They're doing it themselves. Now, while we're talking about these qualities, you might want to make some notes for yourself for these qualities that resonate with you and what you think demonstrates leadership. Because as when I'm speaking and I'm doing any of these radio shows, anything that stands out like you're really closely paying attention, there's a resonance. That means there's a part of your unconscious mind that's already naturally aligned with that. And that means it can be much more easily pulled to the surface and brought out as a positive quality on purpose. So let's um, talk about some of these qualities that demonstrate leadership being confident, following through on what they say they'll do. That's where political structures, you know, that's not real leadership, is it? There's no integrity there. There's no follow-through. It's get people to agree and then drop them on their head. So being confident, following through, somebody who's done it before, they've shown mastery. And so we're not blindly following anyone. They've shown they can do this. They're consistent, reliable. They're great with people. They've got a human warmth that inspires trust. One that stands out for me is Martin Luther King. Wow, what a human. 
And even uh, Muhammad Ali, he passed recently. He had an incredible connection and warmth with people. Genuine, real. They know how to present themselves in front of others. They don't lose their center. They're a great teacher. They can show others how to do it for themselves. They're not forcing followers. They're a teacher. They're a guide. They're available for others when they need them. They don't sit in an ivory tower. They manage their emotions. They control their temper. They don't take things out on others. They're not blamers. They're great at giving feedback and acknowledgement for a job well done. They don't stand in the limelight. It's all about others. And they quickly admit when they have made a mistake. I don't know if there are any other ones you'd like to add to that list. You can type it in the chat bar or at least write it on your paper. It's interesting as we you know, look over our list. At times we can see the leader who we modeled our internal version of leadership from. For example, I mentioned Martin Luther King and Muhammad Ali. Yeah, he had a, a really big ego, but there was a real humanity inside there as well. And he's quite a character, quite a role model. And even some other people, whether you have a you know personal bias or not, there's one who um, was a client speaking to me about, who is that? Um, the one who has the biggest radio show, Oprah Winfrey, yeah, yeah. Um, no, television show, and she really made people. She was an inspiring leader because look at how many people she caused to be leaders in their own right. Eckhart Tolle came as an example from Oprah Winfrey and many, many other leaders. So leaders are causing others to develop their own leadership skills, and they're recognizing greatness in others. And if you've ever worked with someone who's an inspiring leader, you may find that your list includes many of their qualities. Great, add to it. Or maybe you've read books on leadership. What I've noticed is the word someone uses to describe leadership is unique to them and can be revealing. You know, even though this list is large, I believe leadership can truly be boiled down to a very simple definition of leadership. A leadership is someone, a leader is someone who has followers. Does anyone disagree with that? Now there's many types of styles. There's no single type of style of leadership because there could be different personalities and you know intentions and missions. However, there's a single underlying general leadership process. Through connecting with the intended followers. Now this can work for if someone's self-employed or maybe they want to get hired by a company, or perhaps they want to find the love of their life. Through connecting with the intended followers, the people who have, you've got a vision and you want them to follow your vision, hopefully it's for the highest good of them as well, this potential leader forms an awareness. And this awareness happens at an unconscious level. And they could be psychically listening, intuiting, which is really psychically listening is just a fancy word for intuition it just means you're listening to it and what happens is that their followers will naturally be drawn to them because their needs are understood think about that in any successful business that if you understand the needs of your client your customer then there are naturally followers 
So how do we connect to our intended followers? Whether it, again, is it, you know, getting the job you want or entering into a perfect partner relationship or building your business, a very simple way is listening. And here's a, an interesting thing from Richard Brook. He's a, quite a well-accomplished network marketer, and he wrote something on listening. Giving the gift of listening starts with you setting aside for the moment your agenda to be sourced in the conversation. Just make the commitment at the beginning of the conversation to have it all be about the other person. Now, you don't have to do this in every conversation. Just the ones where your goal is for the other person to walk away feeling better about themselves than before they spoke to you. Funny, but in every case, they will feel better about you. Much better than if you tried to create the same feelings by making the conversation all about you. So listening. Another one is listening to the music. The second thing that is wise to do is listen at this level to the music within your body, your heart, and your intuition instead of your mind. Now, the superficial way we're taught in school is to listen with our conscious mind. And that part of our mind is great for discerning between right and wrong, hot and cold, good and bad. But that part also has formed opinions and judgments on everything we've ever heard, read, experienced, or just thought about. And most of us go through life managing our affairs with all this information and opinions that we've amassed. And it creates filters, blinders. And we can cut somebody off thinking we know exactly what they're meaning to say and we completely lose the gem. So when we use our conscious mind to listen, the result looks like this. Argument, competition, or you just tune out. You're not interested at all. And I I start talking about the weather and you respond to me talking about the weather in your area and the thing is I don't care about your weather and you don't care about mine I could tell you what I did this weekend and you think that's a waste of time and I tell you you know then you tell me what you did this weekend and then we're not really connecting we're talking about things that are so superficial and they're not really going to enhance us as we walk away from that conversation we're not going to be able to take apart um, of that person gave us of their higher wisdom and higher self we're talking about the weather and we're talking about what we did over the weekend again nothing wrong with that we need superficial conversations to start to build trust but if that's the degree to which that we are connecting with others we got to question our listening We want to pull the other person out, the best parts of the other person, so they could see it, and they want to be with that. There are are superior listening skills, and it starts with you listening first. Did you know your body actually listens? It feels impressions, whether things are true or false, authentic or contrived. And when things are not in alignment with your body, with your higher self. You may notice body discomfort. You may notice your stomach turning over. You may notice a little quiggly feeling of fear in your belly. We call those blocker body feelings. And those are indications that something's not for your highest good. Something's going on that's not for your highest good. They're messages. And in the School of Self-Revolution, you learn how to use those blocker body feelings and use them to 
turn whatever those habits are around into successful habits to enhance your intuition, enhance your leadership abilities, whether it's external or inner, and be able to enhance your manifesting abilities. Hearing the whole message is very important. Now, another way is to look at what is being intended to be said. Not all of us are good communicators. Oh, this is one of the biggest jobs of my lifetime is learning how to be a better communicator. And listening underneath, what is the person really saying? Because if they're coming from their egoic mind, that's going to be not likely what they're truly communicating or what they mean to communicate. So applying that level of listening to any relationship, whether it's business, pleasure, your family, it's going to expand your horizons tenfold. You'll want to have people, you, I'm sorry, you will notice people wanting to be in your presence for no other reason than they find you interesting and they feel better about themselves when they're with you. And you see how listening can become the easiest way to be an inspiring leader and also for you to recognize your leadership skills because you notice the type of people who are drawn to you and they want to be around you. And that's a wonderful thing to have true self companions. So if you look back at your list of leadership qualities and do you see maybe you made it a little bit more complicated? Perhaps you think that a leader acts in a certain way, talks in a certain way. I used to have this view that leadership was Muhammad Ali and Muhammad Ali has such a... Um, uh, had his past, but a bold arrogance. And in ways, it was really kind of a turnoff. And because I had that definition of leadership, it created a contradiction in me because that's what I defined as leadership. Someone who was so loud, so boisterous, so noisy, couldn't get, you couldn't stop from paying attention to that person. So I didn't want to be a leader. This was like five or ten years ago when I started to recognize this. So your list, whatever you put on there, demonstrates your conditioning, your programming, your beliefs, and what others put into you saying, oh, that's a leader. No, that's not. No, that's not a leader. And it can feel kind of like a weight. If you think that's what it means to recognize your leadership qualities, then you're discounting and dismissing yourself. Like I said, you know, about... Muhammad Ali, well, no way am I wired to be a Muhammad Ali leader. No way. I'm not big. Anyway, you don't have to be big to be a leader. But I don't have that arrogant, bold presence, and not likely will I ever have that. And here's the thing with these beliefs that we have inside of us. Our reality unfolds by what we believe inside and so we can kind of be doomed right at the get-go because that's a leader. And if we want to become a more effective leader, more recognize ourselves, we've got some chains, these conditioning, these beliefs, these limitations that can hold back our success. A very important piece to this as well. Recognizing your own leadership also involves with involves cutting the ties with leadership that's outside of you. There's nothing wrong um, with learning from someone, but if someone is saying blindly follow, that should put a warning bell off inside of you. It should always be about check-in. Does this fit with you? Try it. If it does, great. If not, let it go. 
So here's a couple of things to demonstrate leadership in your own life, two things for you to consider. One, do you listen to your intuition, your internal knowings, or do you ignore them? Do people follow your lead naturally without you forcing and pressuring? Do you respect their free will? By the way, number two happens naturally, people following your lead, when you start to follow your own internal leadership more and more, when you recognize your leadership, not in a bold way, an arrogant way, but just listening to yourself and then others listen to you. And you find yourself in a growing position of leadership and it feels effortless. No pressure because you're simply being you. And it's so wonderful and such an easy place to lead yourself and lead your own life. Now, when we're looking at leadership, that observing and relating with intended followers and then we're psychically tuning in and we're using our intuition, we're listening to them, we then form, as I said before, this awareness of their needs at an unconscious level. Have you ever been with a friend or maybe you had a loved one, maybe you had a beloved, your wife or your husband, that they were so good at tuning into you? They recognized your needs before you did. What did that feel like? Didn't that create an incredible bond? You felt safe with them? You felt loved, recognized? That's what real leadership is. It's listening. First, listen inside to your inner knowing. Get yourself on your right path. And when you're on your true self path, you'll be able to listen and be present to others. So listening is super, super important. And to remember that your body listens. And one of the ways you can enhance your own leadership skills is to, if you're feeling something in your body or you're getting this intuitive thought Step away from the moment. Step away from the situation. If you're in the middle of a meeting or you're in one of these high, potentially high-conflict conversations with a loved one, excuse yourself. Go to the restroom. Go get a cup of tea or a glass of water. Close your eyes. Center yourself. You can actually listen to the True Self Grounding Process audio, which you can get for free if you opt in at the theschoolofselfrevolution.com. You can start to create a habit to ground yourself, get rid of any of the noise out there, and tune in to these intuitive feelings. And then when you go back to the meeting, you're going to be really present and not get taken off your track and demonstrate leadership ability because you develop this charisma. When you're aligned with your own internal knowing and leadership and true self, there's a charisma and presence that people are really drawn to. So if you'd like, we're going to, um, so a few more things I want to cover. It looks like we might run over just a few minutes. But here's an exercise. Some people like to put things in practice. And so I'd like to give you an exercise here. Take about 15 or 20 minutes and write down all the reasons why you don't feel confident as a leader. And write down everything that comes up, even if it's a scary thing. Don't stop writing until you get an intuitive sense of completeness. There's nothing more to write down. So why you don't feel confident as a leader? Why you're not recognizing your own leadership? Maybe that's even a better question. Now, once you have that list, 
realize that anything that's negative on there, you can cut the chains that are holding you back from becoming the inspiring leader you wish to become. And anything that's negative on there, you can literally walk away from it and create a positive success habit from that. Because any of those negative thoughts about it's impossible or you don't have the qualities that you think a leader really has, those are just limiting beliefs. And they're stored in your unconscious mind to protect you. Well, their job is done and they need to go. And we need to turn them, those sabotaging thoughts, into success thoughts. Here's one of the most sabotaging thoughts that limits a lot of people's success. And it's, I've heard it all before. And it's one of the saddest things I see on a daily basis is those people who are completely capable of getting exactly what they want, but they're unable to reach it, and they don't understand why. And it's not for lack of trying. They'll read books, they'll attend seminars, and they're pretty effective. They tick off their to-do list. But a part of them says, I already know all this. There's nothing more that anybody can show me about myself. I know myself, and I know how the world works. And they've got some blinders on. And they're really sabotaging their own leadership. And they're sabotaging their success with other people. And we could also say there's kind of an egoic mind that's controlling their environment. Now, if you've ever had this thought, you tried to lose weight only to put more weight on, or you ever had the experience, or you've ever tried to improve a relationship only to resign yourself, I just have to accept this person's difficult to live with, and you know, I just have to, nothing I can do about it. Or you've ever tried to increase your income only to hit a plateau and decide then, well, I guess that's all I'm going to make this year. Or you've ever tried to reduce stress and increase joy in your life only to discover that you're controlling yourself more and putting more stress on yourself. Well, if you've answered yes to any one of those questions, you've likely hit an unconscious emotional performance limit. And this is an artificial glass ceiling the unconscious put in place to protect you from the unknown. There's a lot of control mechanisms in the unconscious. These are habits. Some are really good habits. They let us drive a car. But they're also habits that can sabotage our success. And these emotional, these invisible emotional performance limits wreak havoc. Just when we start to move forward and we're on a good path, we could have this limiting thought come up, says that it's not worth it. We're not going to be successful. It's going to be too hard. People who are trying to introduce a good exercise plan often find this. They're all excited and they're ready to do it and they're doing it for a week and the next week, oh, I'm feeling a little sore and they're getting on the scale. Well, I haven't lost any weight and they stop. These emotional performance limits sabotage us in so many ways. So what I wanted to make available to you is that there's a little course. It's a four-session video course. It's almost like a mini highest potential curriculum, and it's really affordable, it's accessible, and you can get instant access. And there's four modules. I want to talk about them and then tell you how you can get access to it. And it's all for only $57. It's like way cheap and way valuable. So in session one, you learn how to recognize your emotional performance limits before they stop you. You'll discover what triggers you. 
and also to see where these emotional performance limits kept your life small, cause you to settle. And then in session two, you tap into the unlimited power and possibilities of your unconscious mind, that inner leadership, and recognizing that by reading the feelings in your body, really paying attention to that, identify when an emotional limit has been triggered so you don't get pulled out of your flow. You don't get pulled out of your own leadership. You're not reacting to the outside world. You learn how to rewrite your history in your unconscious mind so you can start to direct it, again, lead yourself to a better future that you're choosing right now today. And then in session three, you learn how to eliminate your financial performance limits and you discover the financial limit, limits that your unconscious was programmed to accept and that that's what you're acting out. You learn how to elevate it, raise your self-worth to attract more love and joy into your life, and you learn how to break through these limits so that you're able to move forward with positive change, with confidence and ease, and heal emotional hurts, suffering, and limitation with the past perception revision process. And then in session four, you get a real uh, boost because you start to be able to live free from emotional limits and prevent new ones from forming and clearing blockers to true self-love which is so important because we attract that which we feel worthy of attracting, whether it's the love, attention, prosperity. And you can get immediate access to this program for a very short time for June for $57. So I'm going to put it in here, the URL. Um, but if you'd also like to make note of it, it is schoolofselfrevolution.com forward slash 21 dash days dash breaking dash through dash barriers and i'll also put it on the radio show podcast recording because that's complicated wow that was a lot and we ran over just a few minutes great so if there's any insights or before we say goodbye are there any questions or comments anything you'd like to share you can type it in the chat bar or if you'd like to unmute your line i'd be you know, very happy to hear them and as you're putting that together in your mind I'd like you to remember letting go of the how things will happen and saying yes to life, saying yes to what's happening in the moment and make a magical life and teaching people how to change their life situation to be easier, more effective, and to have permanent lasting change is what I love to do best. So if you're not already part of our information list, maybe you're listening to this on iTunes, you can go to schoolofselfrevolution.com and opt in, and you'll get first access to our free and paid offerings. So I thank you so much for sharing this time with me today. Remember, before we sign off, you don't have to settle for what's going on in your life at this moment if it isn't something you want. You're getting access to tools that can naturally elevate your own leadership abilities so that you can start to claim your inner power, passion, peace, and purpose. I look forward to connecting with you all in the next radio show. And, oh, thank you, Robert Blake. Um, no comment, Monique, other than to say stellar presentation as usual. I appreciate that. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Let me know how I can assist you. And remember that, of course, 
is a wonderful introduction to what we do at the School of Self-Revolution, and it's only for $57. You'll get a lot of value out of it. All right. Bye for now, everyone. And until we meet again, recognize your own leadership, and everyone else will too.